Good morning and happy Monday, everyone. Today is a special day. And special day because I'm going to talk a little conspiracy theory right now, one of my favorite topics. And I don't know if it's really conspiracy anymore. I think there's a great awakening happening in front of our very eyes. And I want to shine some light on it in case you have been missing it. Now, I want to preface this conversation by saying, I personally don't care what side of the political spectrum you sit on. I don't care what your beliefs are. I think we all have a voice and should be heard. But let's look at just the past seven days, what has transpired from the way that I view the world. I'm going to start with pop culture for a moment. I'm fascinated by Kanye West's new album. Right now, love him or hate him, a polarizing figure. And if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, chatting about, whatever you want to call it, Right, he released a new album sometime last week that was and is based solely around Christianity. Right? The the album's called Jesus is King. Now, why is that fascinating? That's the question. Well, Kanye, I remember his first album coming out in 2002. Right? I was graduating high school, stepping into college, and College Dropout was the name of the album. And I remember being in awe of his song, Jesus Walks, because it was so far outside the scope of what any other rapper had ever put out that I had listened to. Now, as you may be aware, right, the majority of rap is vulgarity-laced and sexual innuendo-bound. And that's okay, right? I've, I love all types of music, especially rap music. But this new album comes out, and I'm looking at it on iTunes, and there's none of those little E's next to it, right? The E's that sometimes I get slapped with that say explicit, right? Where it's iTunes is tracking to see, and I'm like, man, this this is different. Okay, like there's no cuss words. I'm I'm still gonna listen. And then the first track is just gospel music, and the second track he's quoting Bible verses, and my hand is raised very high in the studio right now. I do not study theology, right? So here I am, a listener of rap music, hearing someone that's pushing the boundaries of what I believe to be possible, and it's causing me to stop and type in Bible verses into my phone to see if what he is saying is correct and because it piqued my interest. And there's different things all throughout the album, and I won't bore you with the the details and specificity, but what I will say is I don't think I was the only one out of the millions and millions of people that will have listened to this album that are being shown an evolution, having our eyes be open to something greater. See, I don't know that Christianity is my quote-unquote thing. I do believe in a higher power. I certainly believe we came from something greater than ourselves. I don't know that the Christian Bible, as I would pick up and read, is necessarily the thing that speaks to me the most. What I do find to be fascinating is to see a man's evolution from 2002 to 2017 to 2019. 16 and 17, if you're unfamiliar, Kanye West went through essentially a mental breakdown, 
and he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Now, I don't know exactly how old he is, but bipolar is something that's been in you for your entire life. It doesn't just snap and become part of reality. Certainly, from my understanding, there are triggering events that brings on episodes of mania and episodes that make it more prevalent, but nonetheless, it had been there. So all the genius that he had created from 2002 to 2016 was all in and out of those states without it being very clearly defined. And then he gets it, I'll say, quote unquote, under control, right? He goes to rehab or he's locked down or however you'd like to say it, right? He's in a, in a mental institution, comes out and proclaims that this is actually his power, right? He's got an album called, I think it's Ye, Y-E, and I might be mispronouncing that. And just to see how the pieces go together and all that, right, dawned so many things in my mind. Number one, no matter where you're at in your life, you are not doomed to stay in that same place unless you decide to be there. You know, here's a man that almost lost his life. Right? There's the song that made him famous, the song that got him his album and his record deal was something called Through the Wire where he's literally rapping with his mouth wired shut. And if you haven't listened or you aren't a Kanye fan, I get it. But listen to any song off the newest album and then type in through the wire and physically listen to him telling the story of how he's rapping with his mouth wired shut. It's, it's fascinating. And then to see that the power that he has inside of his voice and inside of his mind, I, it's going to affect millions and millions of people, at least to open them up to different possibilities of, of something greater than themselves. Like I said, if I'm having to stop and Google verses from the Bible, I know I'm not the only one to do so. How fascinating is that to have that level of ascension start to become mainstream in pop culture? And me, being who I am, I, I dove down the deep end, right? There's a documentary that just came out that it airs inside of, gosh, was it Apple? And then it streams to YouTube, and it's Kanye's documentary of the making of this album, and it shares some really powerful things, right? wanting to bring manufacturing of his clothing here to the States, realizing that Maslow's hierarchy of needs has something pivotal in it that we are not connecting to our tribe and that tribe has to start inside of our household and that all the material possessions and all the things are just that they are things that will come and go and to see this man share over an hour and 47 minutes what it took to make the album what it feels like to be ridiculed on a ranch that he owns in Wyoming in Cody Wyoming it's fascinating. I mean, and maybe none of this matters to you. Maybe it's, you don't care about rap music. You don't care about the ascension of, of the human race. And maybe it's just noise to you right now. I get that. But let's talk about President Trump for just a moment. I know that even saying that out loud 
jeopardizes 50% of my audience from taking a hard stop on this conversation. Don't worry, we're not getting political here. We are going to say is somehow through special forces with him watching it, we were able to eradicate the newest leader of ISIS. No longer exist. Him, his sons, the top guards inside of his his network, they're all no longer. And he shares this in such a way that is different from anything I can remember before, almost stating that we're just not afraid. Right, that flag in the ground of stating he died like a coward, running through underground tunnels, whimpering and complaining. And maybe that's polarizing to you in the nature of the fact that we had to talk about someone's death like that. I tell you, there's the battle for good and evil that is being waged all around us at every moment of every day, whether you're aware of it or not. And it starts in between your ears. And good or evil doesn't have to mean that you are a good person or a bad person. What it means is think of all the times that there's a noise in your head that tells you you're not good enough. That that dream you have, you don't deserve to actually achieve. That the woman or the man that you find to be attractive is out of your league. That the business you want to start is just not for you. That war goes on. In my personal beliefs, right? We start looking at heaven and hell, good and bad. It's all internal. That's where it all begins. And to understand that it's beginning there and from that very place, be able to begin to see, wow, like the largest child pornography bust ever captured happened in the past week. Might not have even heard about that. 320 some people were arrested or indicted based off various counts of child pornography. The leader of ISIS is eradicated. You have Kanye West sharing Bible verses in a, in a Christian album, right? I would even almost call it a gospel album in some capacities. And these are the mainstays that are happening, but they're the things that seem to get missed. They just seem to go to the wayside. It's like we don't talk about them. And I don't exactly know why that is. As I scroll through Facebook from time to time, as I am speaking to you right now, just looking at the feed of everything that's not that. Nobody is posting it. We look at, again, to touch base on Trump just last week. Trump pulled out of Syria. Massive upheaval, right? And foreign policy is not my strong suit. And Lord knows I'm, I'm not the one to be speaking on if that's a good call or bad call. But I know there was a counter argument to that, that ISIS is going to come back stronger than ever if we're not in Syria. 
So the next thing that gets stated is, right, we kill the leader of ISIS in Syria. It's like for every negative, there's more positive that exists if we simply begin to look for it and focus in on just that. Because it becomes far too easy to focus on the negative. Having a mindset of optimism is something that you are solely in control of. You can never control the bad things that happen throughout your day or in the world as a whole. But you can certainly determine the way that you respond to them. I share all of this because too often do I find that we get bogged down into all these things that don't really matter. And perhaps the argument could be made that just the things that I shared don't really matter. But I'm going to look at it as a perspective shift. I'm choosing to look at it as though light is starting to truly win and triumph over dark. And this is, again, not a Republican or Democrat conversation. I'm not saying that any person is perfect. Far from it. What I'm saying is, in order for us to progress forward as a society, we have to eliminate the separatism. It's just going to be part of the next step in our evolution. Look at it in the metaphor of sports. If you had a team of individuals all trying to run different plays at different times, you're not going to get a victory. It takes everybody, even if they don't like each other, determining that the common outcome is greater than any of the momentary pleasures they could have. But yet, we get so fixated on who's right and who's wrong, and this president is bad, and this one was good, and if these other people are in power, he's not my president, or he's not like... Come on. The world is good. The world is not bad, right? There's less poverty now than there's ever been. There's less famine than there's ever been. There's less war than there's ever been. But when you look at the news and you look at the way things are portrayed, that's not the story that we read. Am I right? That's not the story that we are shown. We're shown that if we don't do something massive, the world is going to come to an end from global warming. We're shown that the president's in, you know, colluding with Russia, and we're shown that everything is crashing down all around us and it's altering the perception in which we view our own reality. My friend, I'm asking you to audit how you're viewing reality and where you're spending your time looking. If you don't like President Trump, then you don't like him. I love you for that. But if you spend the majority of your time figuring out ways to attack him, I feel as though you might be focusing on the problem, not so much the solution. And same thing goes for the other side. If you're sitting there attacking the way that liberals are sharing their mindset and sharing what they have, don't really think it's moving us closer to something. What I believe needs to happen is we need to keep focusing on what the positives are in front of us because they are way greater than the negative. 
which leads me to one final small topic to share with you. As we study psychology, as I have a massive fascination for, it has been proven in countless, countless studies that negative emotions hold three times as much weight as a positive. So when you are negatively emotionally charged, it's going to take three positive things to shift you out of that more than likely or something with three times as much weight. It's not easy. It's not quick. It's not simple. But when you're aware of it, right, the whole goal, it feels like, of my life, certainly this podcast, the coaching, the mentorship, the consulting, the training, is to heighten a sense of awareness. The only stuff I have figured out is everything I've made a mistake with up until this point. And the opposite of that, of course, is I know some things work very well because I've found success in them. But I can't make you do anything. I'm actually recording this in my home office, surrounded by more books than I think any one person should have. I'm so excited that I was able to get a circular bookshelf from Facebook Marketplace that I'd been eyeing from World Market for a long time. It retails for 400 bucks. I got it for 75 and I'm enthralled by it because I have more books in more places now than I have bookshelf space for. I share that with you because there's a consistent need for me to acquire more information, to challenge my own beliefs of what, of what is possible, and to eradicate stagnation from my life, which then allows me and affords me the platform, this show, coaching, mentorship, consulting, to share what I have learned and inspire you to consider possibilities. You know, I have a phenomenal client, a man that worked one-on-one with me, then has progressed into a group and is an, an incredible leader. His name is Dan. And to see Dan consistently shift his awareness and to see him open up and peel back the onion of what quote-unquote mindset mattering and what personal development really is as it pertains to business and as it pertains to relationships, And to see that all of these things are nothing more than an exercise to ensure that you are considering possibilities that exist right in front of your very eyes. And so I would like you to consider the possibility to wrap up this show today. That we are going through an ascension where good is winning. And where the world has positivity everywhere. And that if you can lean into that positivity, you're going to find more of it. Opposites don't attract when it comes to this stuff, my friend. It's like attracts like. If you focus on positivity, you're going to find more of it. And you focus on negativity, you'll find more of that too. I believe it was a great Henry Ford that was quoted in saying, whether you focus on focus on the good or focus on the bad you're right right whatever basically what he's saying is whatever you focus on is what what is going to be so i'm Brian Nidell wishing you truly unlimited success <laughs>